You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Hello, good afternoon, everyone out there. This is Minister Vanessa Williams, and I just have an honor and a privilege, privilege to serve one more time. Tonight's message will be titled, Nevertheless, at Thou Word. It's going to be coming from the um, fifth chapter of Luke, and we'll get to the scripture in a little bit. But again, I just wanted to say thank you so much for joining us this evening. I do count it a privilege to be part of a wonderful network of brothers and sisters um, called Green Christian Speak Talk Radio. This ministry was started over nine years ago by our founder, Reverend Ray Rose. And, you know, we expect your life to be changed in such a way that you'll go out and make, help make a difference in someone else's life. My prayer is that this message will encourage you to strengthen your relationship with God. And if you don't have a personal relationship with him through his son, Jesus Christ, our prayer this evening is that this message will convict you and touch your heart that you will want to get to know Jesus for yourself. I want to um, give a big shout-out, happy anniversary to my cousin, Walter Malone, and his beautiful wife, Peggy. I believe he's listening this evening, and I just want to wish them a happy anniversary. Why don't we go to God in prayer, and then we're just going to get straight into the Word. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father, for your grace and for your mercy and for all the many blessings you have bestowed upon us, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, for giving us another opportunity to serve you, Lord God. We ask right now, Father, that hearts and minds would be open to receive everything that you have for them, Lord God. And that I would decrease so that your word can increase even more in the lives of your people, Lord God. You said in your word, when it goes forth, it would never return unto you, Lord, but that it would accomplish that which you have purposed for it to accomplish. So we give it all back to you right now. In Jesus' name, thank God. Amen. Amen. All right, let's get right into it. Um, nevertheless, at thy word. Luke, the fifth chapter, the fifth verse says, And Simon, that's Simon Peter, answering, said unto him, Master, we have poured all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. At thy word, I will let down. Now, I want to be the first to tell you that I'll admit that getting to and most importantly stand in a nevertheless state of mind, it's not always easy. God didn't tell us it was going to be easy. But he did tell us he would be with us every step of the way. But with the help of the Holy Spirit, we're able to do so. Later, I want to expound on three important practices that will help you stay in the nevertheless state of mind. Three practices, prayer, study God's word, and praise and worship. Nevertheless. So we'll get to that in a little bit. Trust God. Rest in the reassurance that if God says it, that's it. 
It doesn't matter what it looks like, brother. It doesn't matter what it sounds like. It doesn't matter what it feels like. If God be for you, how many know he's more than the world against you? So speak life over yourself. Speak life to your dead situation. And in every situation, say, nevertheless, Lord, at thy word. Now, what are we talking about when we say nevertheless? You know, dictionary defines this word as in spite of what has just been said, in spite of what's just happened, in spite of what appears, in spite of everything that goes against reasoning, nevertheless, that's a word that comes after all of that. I'm going to trust in the Lord with all my heart and lean not to my own understanding, regardless of the situation. As Christians, nevertheless means regardless of the circumstance, I'm not going to be moved by what I see. I'm going to trust God. I may be weak in the flesh and sometimes feel like I'm wavering, but I'm going to press on because I know my strength comes from the Lord. The cares of this world may temporarily seem to overtake me, but I will cast all of them on Jesus, for he cares for me. Nevertheless, I am fully persuaded that he who has begun a good work in me is well able to keep me. Nevertheless, not my will, but God's will be done. So in the meantime, while the storm is brewing, rest. Rest in him. Rest in the reassurance that God is still in control. Rest in the knowledge that God, the God we're talking about right now, is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Rest in the knowledge that he does not change. Yield to him. Get to and stay in the nevertheless and thy word, Lord, I will. Remember, in the nevertheless state, God wants you to rest. Colossians 3.15 says, And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also ye are called, and one body, and be ye thankful. Jesus, the Prince of Peace, came that you might have peace. John 14.27 is yours today. Peace, this is Jesus speaking here. 14.27 of John. I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. If your soul is seeking rest today, this is yours for the asking. God is with you. So this is a message of reassurance. I want to reassure you that what God has for you is for you. Be assured that regardless of the situation, God is well able. Be assured that no matter what it might seem like, no matter what it might feel like, no matter what you may have heard, God desires the best for you. The word of God says that if you abide in him and let his word abide in you, you can ask whatever and it shall be done. You see, when you are abiding in the Lord, your desire is to do the will of God. Your desire is to please him. When you yield to his will, which is his word, there is no good thing that he will withhold from you. Be reassured. Be confident. Let's go back to our main text, Luke 5, the first Verse says, and it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Galilee. I'm not probably not pronouncing that right, but basically that's another name for Sea of Galilee. Two, and saw two ships standing by the lake, but the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. Three, 
and he enters, talk about Jesus, and he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. You see here the crowds were pressing against Jesus so much so that he decided to get off the land, and then he sees the ship and gets into the ship. The fourth verse. Now, when he has left speaking, that means when he has stopped speaking, he said to Simon, talking about Simon Peter, launch out into the deep and let down your net for a drought. And this is a key by his fifth verse. And Simon answered and said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. But he didn't stop there, you see. But he continued, nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And the sixth verse says, and when they had done this, when they had let down the net, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net break. You see, let's give you some background. The fishermen had given up their pursuit of trying to catch some fish that night. For they had left the ship, and they were actually cleaning their nets. They had simply given up for the night. They said they had poured all night and had poured anything. So what's the use of continuing? Then Jesus appears on the scene. Jesus entered Simon Peter's ship, and he gave him three instructions. Get this. Three instructions. Number one, push your boat, your ship, away, a little away from the land. Two, Launch out into the deep, and three, let down your nets for a drought. And the third verse says, and he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon, and prayed him that he would thrust out and deliver from the land, and he sat there and taught the people of the ship, the people of the ship. Now Simon, in the fifth verse, says, Master, we toward all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, three instructions Jesus uh, directs Peter. All summed up in two words, trust me. Launch out into the deep. God is with you. Trust him, for with God all things are possible. Nevertheless, I will yield, I will submit. He said, push your boat a little away from the land. Now, for you, this may mean reposition yourself. Don't stay stuck in the same mental position. Move away from naysayers. Stop doing the same thing over and over again and expecting the same results. Jesus tells them, launch out into the deep. This may mean for you, don't be moved by what you see. Hang on in there. Walk by faith and not by sight. Trust God. And three, let down your nets for a drought. This may mean to you, believe, stay the course, trust him. Nevertheless, regardless of what you see, regardless of what stuff you've done in the past, regardless of what's happened to you in the past, look forward. Trust God. Trust God. Jeremiah 20, Jeremiah 17th chapter, the 78th verse says, Blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters and that spreadeth out her roots by the river and shall not see when he cometh, for her leaf shall be green and shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall see from yielding to trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Nevertheless, I'm going to launch out into the deep. And when they had done this, the sixth verse says, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and the nets broke. The fishermen, the fishermen had left the ships, cleaning the nets, simply giving up for the night. 
energy comes. Perhaps someone's listening right now, and you feel like you've done all you can do. You feel like you've fought all night long. You feel like a mouse in a trap, just spinning your wheels. You literally feel like all hope is just about God. Perhaps there's someone right now whose body is wrapped with pain. You've gone to the doctors. You've heard gone to so many different doctors, and yet you get no answer, no relief. But I say to you today, trust God. Trust him with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. I say to you right now today, nevertheless, lock out into the deep. Go where it doesn't make sense to go. Trust him. Even the people might tell you, man, it doesn't, what are you doing? You're talking about trusting God. We can't you see there's no hope. And I'm here to tell you right now that there is hope. There is hope. As long as you have Christ Jesus, you have hope. Against all odds, push your boat a little away from the land. Don't stay stuck in the same mental position. Launch out into the deep. Don't be moved by what you see. Walk by faith and not by sight. And let down your next full job. Believe. Stay the course. Trust him. Nevertheless. Even if you feel like you've gotten to the end of your rope, tie not and hold on. Even if you feel like you've been weeping all night long and wondering when your morning is coming, even though you may feel like there is nothing else to do, even though you may feel like there is no way out or no one who can truly understand you, even though you feel like you're all worn out from the cares of this world, even though you may feel like that physical pain and suffering is lasting far too long, I say to you today, cling to the nevertheless. At thy word, Lord, I will trust you. Nevertheless, at thy word, Lord, I will let down the net. Imagine how Simon and the other fishermen must have felt, torn all night long and not catching any fish. And here comes Jesus, the teacher. They spent days and nights with Jesus, you know, Jesus teaching the people. And here he comes, and they're tired. They're torn all night and put nothing. And Jesus gets into the boat, and he tells them, block out into the deep. Now, the fact that Simon called Jesus master lets us know that he knew something about Jesus prior to this encounter. Like I said before, they spent some time with Jesus. Simon had perhaps sat along Jesus as he was teaching the crowd or had perhaps witnessed miracles that Jesus had performed. Perhaps he just heard about the man who could make the crowd, about this man who could make the crowds want more, who could make a way out of no way. Perhaps he had heard about this man who was causing such a stir. At any rate, nevertheless, at thy words, I will let down the net. He simply obeyed. How many know that obedience is better than sacrifice? The Simon didn't question Jesus, even though they were experienced fishermen and they knew when and where the fish were biting, let us know that he recognized authority was in his presence. He recognized that there was someone great in his presence. The fact that he called Jesus master lets us know that he was willing and ready to learn something, that he didn't consider himself a know-it-all. The fact that even as he had taught all night, he immediately said, nevertheless, makes me believe that this brother Simon was expecting a breakthrough. And guess what? He was not disappointed. He was not disappointed. For the sixth verse says, and when they had done that, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and the next break, break. At thy word, I will go at it again. At thy word, I won't give up. 
at thy word, Lord, at thy word, Lord, at thy word. Because of Simon's obedience, because of his expectation, and because of his faith, he experienced a huge blessing, a great multitude of fishes, so much so than that net broke. Now, those of us who know the story know that, that Jesus used this illustration of fish to let Simon know that he was later going to become a fisherman of men, one of the greatest disciples that ever lived, that ever lived. Simon Peter obeyed. He expected a blessing. He received it, and it overflowed in his life. When you rest in the belief that the battle belongs to God, you acknowledge that it's not your problem. When you rest in the promise and reassurance that God's word is true, forever settled in heaven, you are following God's will. When you rest in the posture of standing still and the waiting, your restoration will come. That's the nevertheless. And everything that the devil meant for evil, God will show up, turn it around for your good. Rest, reassurance, and restoration. So I believe Jesus, is, through his word, is said to someone right now this evening, Lock out into the deep and let there your nets for a drought. I know you're about to give up. I know you're about to toss in the tower. I know you're about to walk away from expecting. But something deep within you is saying, nevertheless, at thy word, Lord, I'm going to trust you. I want you to think about that for a minute. Nevertheless, at thy word, I'm going to trust you. Mm. Just think about that. Just give up because you haven't seen your breakthrough yet. You know how many people have given up just as the breakthrough is just around the corner? Don't be one of them. Launch out into the deep and explore the unfamiliar territory. Don't allow bitterness, resentment, unforgiveness overcome you. Launch out into the deep. Don't allow frustration, disappointment, and weariness to overcome you. Launch out into the deep. Like I'm saying to someone right now, instead of becoming frustrated, allow God's peace, Jesus' peace that surpasses all understanding to rest your weary soul. Love out into the deep. Even though you may feel like giving up, even though your past has been painful, even though that person may have let you down, even though that job situation did not come through, even though your finances don't look right right now, even though your body may be wrapped with pain, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. So lock out into the deep and put your trust in his hands. Nevertheless, talking about faith, just trust him to know what he's talking about. Just trust him to lead you where he wants you to go. Just trust him to know what he's doing. You're either going to trust him or you're not, my sister. Nevertheless, lock out into the deep, especially when it doesn't make sense, especially when it doesn't make sense, talking about faith. God is speaking to someone right now. Don't stay the same state of mind. Do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. Yield to him. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Let Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 become real in your life and all your ways acknowledge him and let him direct your path. Simon had poured all night and caught nothing, but because Jesus had spoken to him, he was willing to let go and let, let God Simon had toured all night and caught nothing, but because he put his faith, he put his faith in the fisherman of all fishermen, he put his faith in the teacher of all teachers, he put his faith in the doctor of all doctors, are you getting this? He put his faith in the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Simon was able to let go and let God. So I say to 
you this evening, my brother and my sister. Are you willing to let go and let God? Are you willing to lock out into the deep and let down your nets for a drug? Are you believing God for a miracle right now? Are you believing God for a breakthrough right now? Are you willing to renew your mind and bring it to captivity all those wandering thoughts that come from the enemy, those thoughts of deception, those thoughts of fear, those thoughts of helplessness, those thoughts of despair, of deceit? Are you willing to say, regardless of all of that, nevertheless, Lord, I will wait on you? Isn't that what faith is all about? Isn't that what faith is all about? Believing God that your breakthrough will come that is a matter of his timing and not your own. Nevertheless, I'm going to lock out into the deep, even when I don't feel like anyone's listening to me. Nevertheless, even when the world all around you appears to be shattering and the earth beneath you appears to be sinking sand, nevertheless, even though it goes against all odds and everyone's telling you to give up the ship, nevertheless, even though you're going through one trial after another, even though it seems like life is simply weighing you down, I want to encourage you this evening, hang in there and stick with the nevertheless. For the God of all gods knows all, sees all, listens to all. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, he knows the plans he has for you. For my, I know the thoughts I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Will you trust him? Don't put limitations on God based on what you think He's capable of. He is not incapable at all. There is no comparison. There is no comparison. Trust him. I come to encourage you right now. Don't you dare give up, my brother. Don't you dare allow the enemy to rob you of your blessing. Don't you give up, my sister. Don't you dare give up. Keep your head up high. Stand still and firm on God's word. Nevertheless, lock out into the deep. You see, Simon answered and said, Master, we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. Is he your master? Are you allowing him to be your Lord over everything? If you trust him to be your master, you will be obedient to his word. And even when his word doesn't make sense to you in a particular situation where you may be going through, you choose to simply trust him. The word of God lets us know that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Can you trust this God who's brought so many miracles out in your life? I'm not talking about in the Bible days. I'm talking about in your life. When you think back over what he did for you last week, when you think back over what he did for you last month, when you think back over how you were laying in the hospital bed and it was difficult to breathe, and the God of all gods, the Lord of all lords, the kingdom of all priests, breathed upon you, and you were able to come up out of that bed. Can you trust them to work miracles in your life today? Is there anything too hard for God? Now, I said earlier that I was going to talk about three must-dos, absolute must-dos, practices that you need to do in order to stay in the nevertheless state of mind, in order to get to and stay there. First of all, you've got to study and meditate on God's Word. Got to study, because how are you going to get to know God? How are you going to get to know him if you don't study his word? Second Timothy 2.15 says, study to show yourself approved to God, a workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. This is how you get to know him, 
by studying his word, spending time with him, getting to know his voice. The word of God lets us know that his sheep know his voice and no other voice they're going to follow. When you get to know his voice through his Holy Spirit, you'll know what to do. And you'll be able to stay in that nevertheless state. But wait, it doesn't stop there. The second thing that you need to practice is make a habit of spending time with God through prayer. Prayer is not just a one-way communication. Prayer is spending time with him. They're quiet sometimes listening, listening, and seeing what it is that he wants to share with you. Listening. Let that beautiful, sweet voice speak to you today. And whenever you're speaking to God, sometimes we go rush right into our prayer with, give me this, give me that. But wait a minute. How about acknowledging who he is? How about worshiping him for who he is? How about thanking him and praising him for just because of who he is? Prayer. And the third thing is praising him. Yes, create an atmosphere of praise even when you're going through stuff. And particularly when you're going through stuff, create an atmosphere of praise. Matthew 6, 9 says, after this manner, Jesus taught them to pray, our Father, which is in heaven, hallowed be thy name. You're probably familiar with that scripture. But he wants you to just talk to him. Talk to him uh, and praise him. Psalm 9, chapter, the first and second verse says, I will praise thee, O Lord, with my whole heart, with my heart, not with my mouth. With my whole heart. Think about that. Excuse me. I will show forth all thy marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in thee. I will sing praises in thy name, O thou most high. You know, the 22nd chapter of Psalms, the third verse says, The Lord inhabits the praises of his people. I want you to think about that. When you begin to praise God for what he's already done, when you begin to worship him because of who he is, when you begin to focus on God and not on yourself, you shift your, pro- your mindset shifts from your problem to the promise keeper. And you begin to praise him and worship him and thank him. You, won't be, you, won't, you will not be able to think of those ne- negative things. Worship him and praise him. And I'm telling you, something happens in the atmosphere when we begin to praise God. Praise him and trust him because of who he is. Psalm 34, chapter in the first verse says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. And how many know there are going to come a time when you need to encourage yourself? Encourage yourself to praise and worship. Psalm 42 and 5 says, Why are thou cast down, O my soul? And why are that disquieted in me? Hope thou in God. And then what does it say? For I shall yet praise him for the help of his continent. Praise the Lord. Psalms 1 and 11 says, Praise ye the Lord. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. You notice all these verses that talk about when you praise him, praise him with your whole heart. When you're praising God with your whole heart, your mind cannot wander all through all those things, the responsibilities and the cares of this world. When you praise Him with your whole heart, your whole mind is shifted to praising Him and worshiping Him. And He honors that. He's pleased with that. So three things. Spending time with God, studying His Word, spending time with God through prayer and praising and worshiping God. All three of these things, if you begin to practice them on a daily basis, you can get to and stay in 
the nevertheless state of mind. Nevertheless, regardless of the situation, I'm going to trust you. Nevertheless, regardless of the situation, at that word, Lord, I'm going to yield to you. I'm going to submit to you. I'm going to lighten you, Lord, nevertheless. And get this, the greatest example of all, nevertheless. Okay, here we go. The greatest example, Matthew 26 chapters. What are we talking about? We're talking about our Lord and Savior Jesus. But he was in the place called Gethsemane. And he went there in the 26th chapter of Matthew and recorded in the 36th verses. There comes Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane. And said to his disciples, sit ye here while I pray. Go and pray yonder. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. You see, Jesus knew what was about to happen. He had just finished having supper with his beloved disciples. And he knew he was headed to the cross. He knew he was going to be betrayed by one of his disciples. He knew all that. So he's sorrowful, sorrowful in the garden. He says to his disciples, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even unto death. So I want you to stay here, tarry, and watch with me. So Jesus leaves his disciples a little bit, and he goes a little further. He falls on his face, and he prays, saying, oh, my father, I want you to get this in 39th verse of Matthew 26. Oh, my Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Can you just see our Savior on his, the ground, on his knees, knowing what was before him, praying out to his Father, his Father. But then I thank God, what about you? That he quickly said, nevertheless, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. Mm. Nevertheless, nevertheless. I want you to think about that. Nevertheless. Jesus, we thank you for saying nevertheless. Do you truly trust and depend on Jesus to see you through the tough times? Or are you so focused on asking him and begging him to take this cup from you? Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. God is a mighty God. Do you believe that? They rest in the nevertheless. God is a promise keeper. Do you believe that? They rest in the spirit of nevertheless. God is faithful. Do you believe that? They rest in the spirit of nevertheless. God is a God of second chances. Do you believe that? They rest in the spirit of the nevertheless. God is an all-knowing, all-powerful, and trusted master. Do you believe it? Then rest in the spirit of nevertheless. Stand fast, stand firm, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord. Stand fast, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. Do you believe he's more than a conqueror? Do you believe that he's more than enough? Not my will, but thy will be done. Nevertheless, don't faint. Don't despair. Don't stay weary. Just launch out into the deep because God is God. He's God. I dare you right now, even as you listen to me, if you're in a position where you can start to praise him right now, go ahead and start praising him. Start worshiping him. Start thanking him. Then in spite of everything that you're going through right now, you still got joy. And guess what? Man can't take that joy from you. Man cannot take that joy from you. This joy that God gave, man cannot take it from you. 
Praise him right now. In spite of everything, in spite of overwhelming circumstances, stay focused on the one who knows all. Stay focused on the one who sees all. Stay focused on the one who cares for all. Praise him. Praise him right now. Praise him. Praise him, God our Lord. Thank you, Jesus, because you're so awesome. You're so faithful, Lord God. We just love you, Lord God. We just thank you. I just want you to spend time right now just thinking about the goodness of Jesus and all that he's already done for you. Who are we talking about? We're talking about our Lord and our Savior, that God loved us so much that he sent his son Jesus Christ to die on the cross for our sins. Jesus loved us so much that he said, nevertheless, he hung on that cross. He suffered, he bled, and he died. He loved us so much that it did stop there. Thank God for resurrection power on the third day Jesus got out with all power in his hands. And then, right back, thank you, Lord God, that he didn't leave us alone. But as he ascended into heaven before his disciples, he said, I won't leave you alone. I leave you my spirit to guide you, to protect you. I thank you, Lord God, for leaving us your Holy Spirit. As I got, and he promised us that he was going away to prepare a place for us. But then he would come again to bring us all to himself. I thank you, Lord, that we can live in the Netherlands state because this is all temporary. This is all temporary. This too shall pass. Whatever you're going through right now, guess what? It's only temporary. If you don't have a test, you won't have a testimony. This is only temporary. But I say to some of you out there, you may not have accepted him as your Savior, Lord. So you might not know how to live in a nevertheless state. I say to you right now, if you hear my voice, it's not too late. If you hear my voice, it's not too late. For those of you who have accepted him as, his, as your Savior, those of you who are born again, I want you to stop praying right now and interceding for those who are not. Because this is their moment right now. If they're hearing this message right now, I want them to know Jesus stands still with his arms open wide to welcome you home. So all others, let's continue to pray. For those who are not saved, if you're not repentant of your sins, if you're not accepting Jesus into your heart, if you are not one percent sure that you will spend eternity in heaven, listen very carefully. Nobody can save you except Jesus. There's only one way to God, and that's through his son, Jesus Christ. John 14 and 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man, mm, no man coming to the Father but by me. Acts 4, chapter 12, verse says, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. So I ask you, are you saved? You said, what are you talking about, sister? Are you born again? Well, what are you talking about, sister? Have you made the confession that Jesus Christ is Lord? Romans 10, 9 says, Then thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Romans 3, 10, you need to admit it to our sinner. For as it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. You need to be willing to turn from sin. That means you need to be willing to repent. You need to be believe that Jesus Christ died for you, that he was buried, and he rose from the dead. From Romans 10, 10, says, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Through prayer right now, you can, wherever you are, you can invite Jesus into your life to become your personal Savior. But Romans 10, 13 says, for whosoever shall call 
upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So here's a simple prayer. And it's not the simple about it, but the simple prayer that you don't need to jump over in the pews. You don't need to do, need, need to just uh, spend a whole lot of fancy words. All you need to do is to uh, your heart right now, and you can repeat this prayer after me sincerely from your heart, from your heart. And if you do this, then you're making the best decision of your life. What do you pray? Repeat after me. Then I hope others are praying for those who are repeating this prayer right now. Dear God, I'm a sinner, and I need forgiveness. I believe that Jesus Christ shed his precious blood and died for my sins. I'm willing to turn from sin, so I invite Christ into my heart and life right now as my personal Savior. Did you do that? Did you do that? If you just trusted Jesus as your personal Savior, You've just begun a wonderful new life with him. Please call us up and let us know you did that so we can continue to be praying with you. Please let us know. Let us know. You can go to my website or you can um, call uh, up on Christian, um, when Christian Speak Talk Radio, 646-478-0660. If you just trusted Jesus as your personal Savior, you have begun a wonderful new life in him. Then you get to read your Bible to get to know Jesus better. Talk to God every day through prayer, spend time with him. And then don't be selfish. Share this good news with someone else. Share this good news with someone else. My website, again, is, is authorvanestawilliams.com. You can send comments to me, and I will respond to them. Or you can contact us through with Christian Speak Talk Radio, and that number is 646-478-0660. We thank God. Lord, we thank you right now for souls who have cried out to you, Heavenly Father. We thank you, Lord God, for all those who have listened to your message, this message this evening, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, because of who you are. We thank you because of who you are. We have a second chance, Father. We thank you, Lord God, because of who you are. We can live in the nevertheless. Not my will, but thy will be done. We thank you, Lord God, for giving us the greatest that for all when Jesus himself said, nevertheless, Father. Not my will, but thou will be done. Lord, I thank you that your word has gone forth, and I believe your word, Lord God, that it will not return unto you, Lord, Lord, and the ears have been have listened and hearts have been received, and then we just praise you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We just give you all the honor, glory, and praise, because you and you alone are so worthy to be praised. In Jesus' name, thank God. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord, everyone. I want to thank you for listening to When Christian Speak Talk Radio. This is just a reminder. Kiss Abound and Grace with Minister Vanessa Williams is every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Declaring the finished work with Pastor Pat Randall is every Thursday at 12 noon. Friday Night Joy with Pastor Ray is the first, the second, and the fourth Fridays at 7 p.m. The Bread of Life with Pastor Ray is the first and the third Sundays at 7 p.m. Challenge to Change with Pastor Paul Morgan is every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Our monthly broadcasts are as follows. Lifeline with Apostle Shirley Jones is every first Monday at 7 p.m. The Voting the Beautiful with Reverend Noreena Reed, Reverend Curtis Austin, and Minister Jordana Cunningham is every second Saturday at 10 a.m. 
adoration with Evangelist Louis McIwain is every third Monday of the month at 7 p.m. Marriage Takeover, the body of one with Pastor Eric and Pastor Tamika Thompson is every fourth Sunday at 7 p.m. Hour 3, Real Life, Real Men, Real Talk with Ray Rose, Antonio Mitchell, Tyrone Rose, Cleophus Malone, and Esther Green is every second Sunday at 7 p.m. Our weekly prayer is called Midday Glory Prayer with Reverend Gwen Dixon. It's every Wednesday at 1 p.m. This is a free conference call number. The number is 712-770-5505. The SS code is 732-499. Amen. Also, I want to remind you of Matters of the Heart Singles Ministry broadcast. We broadcast every third Friday at 7 p.m. Our hosts are Renee Malone, Ray Rose, Hope Williams, Robert Waring, Maggie Wilson, and Felicia Shears. We're excited about this group of people. Our singles coming together and speak and say what does says the Lord. We also have the more newest broadcast called Spiritual Nuggets of Truth. And then we're there on the second and the fourth month the other month at eight PM is led by Minister Carmen A. Booker. And we appreciate her coming on and being new to the family. Amen. We want to encourage you to go and check out our website of When Christ Speak Talk Radio. And on that you can find a little bit more about the different hosts and a little bit more about uh, what we got going on, some of the previous broadcasts and platforms that you use. Also, you will be able, if you would like to sow a seed or a donation into the ministry, you can do that now by clicking on Donate Now. I thank you for your time, and again, I thank you for listening to When Christmas Speak Talk Radio. God bless you. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.